0: My name is Heidi and I love stories. Funny stories and sad stories and what on earth just happened stories. As it turns out, the Bible is full of them. After two decades in Sunday school, plus a master's in English, I'm here to tell them to you. Get ready. This is Messy Scripture. This episode, we're going to turn our attention away from Israel and straight down south to Judah. Jehu's ruling up in Israel, but you might recall that he killed the king of both Judah and Israel, but did not reunite the two kingdoms. Therefore, someone else is reigning in Judah. That someone is the queen mother, Othaliah, and she's like the worst. She killed off the entire royal family, so she thinks. However, there was one survivor, Joash, sometimes called Jehoash, sometimes called Josiah. We're going to go with Joash because that's what my Bible translates it as. Honestly, with a lot of these names, there are several ways you could set up the vowels, so don't worry about it. Joash is an infant at this time, and so he's hidden in the temple under the care of the priests for six years while Athaliah reigns in Judah, wrecking everything and worshiping all the wrong gods. When Joash was seven years old, Jehoiada the high priest, brought the captains of the guards in to the temple and made them swear an oath of secrecy. He made them swear an NDA and then showed them the crown prince, Joash, who was now, while still a child, the son of the last king. And Athaliah was not on anybody's good side at this point. So he comes up with a plan. A third of them are going to guard the king. A third of them are going to guard the palace. And they are going to basically overthrow Athaliah by crowning Joash in public on the Sabbath when everyone can watch. And so they do. And the people send out this great cry of long live the king who is seven, so he's probably going to live a long time. And he is crowned in this very sudden and sweeping manner. And Athaliah hears this, runs out of the palace, and starts screaming that it's treason. Uh, and Jehuada orders that she be executed. And thus, Athaliah was put to death right inside the palace after going through the horse's entrance. Stepping in some horse doo-doo is what that's happening. And now Joash is reigning over Judah. Joash is overall a good king. Let's start there. He does a lot of great things. He tears down the temple of Baal. He kills the high priest of Baal. He does all kinds of reforms that bring Judah back to God. However, some of you are probably thinking, but he's seven. Yeah, he was kind of a figurehead for quite some time until he came into his adulthood, and Jehuada did most of the policymaking. However, given the context and Joash's age, when he took the throne, that makes a whole lot of sense. That said, when he was a young adult, he ordered the priests to repair the temple because his grandmother, Athaliah had stripped the temple of everything valuable and had used it in worship of the Baals. However, the priests didn't use the money that they collected for repairs on the temple, and when Joash was 23, he called the priests out on it, and so Jehudah drilled a hole in a box, basically, and began to take donations from the people specifically for the repairs of the temple, and thus Joash restored the temple of King Solomon. It's interesting because he's one of the first kings to really be connected to the lineage of King David in a really poignant way as king. I mean, of course, all the kings of Judah were descended from David, but it was King David's weapons that were used by the guards to put Joash on the throne. It was King Solomon's temple that he repairs. And all the days of Jehudah, Joash was a great king. He really did did a good job, did things right. However, eventually Jehudah died at the age of 130. So God really kept him going. And Jehudah's son, Zechariah, was the new high priest and was anointed with the spirit of God. However, joash didn't really like zechariah because after jehoda's death the princes of judah had come and basically kissed up until joash was in their pocket and they wanted to worship the baals. they wanted to do all the wrong things that had been put out of the kingdom the high places hadn't been torn down but they had been kind of shut down if you will now they're resurrected and when zechariah calls joash out on it joash orders him to be killed yes he kills the son of the man who put him on the throne. He kills the son of the man who made sure that his kingdom was more secure than the kingdom had been in quite some time. This is Joash's big downfall. And it comes back to bite him. As Zechariah is dying, he asks God to see what is happening and to avenge him, and God does. Joash is assassinated by his own men. He's buried with the kings in the city of David, where Jehudah is also buried, because even though he had been a priest... He had led Israel in the right direction. With the assassination of King Joash, Amaziah, his son, is he comes to the throne at the age of 25, and as soon as he's got his kingdom secure, he kills all of the people who killed his father, Joash. However, he didn't kill their children because that is, in fact, in the law of Moses, you don't punish kids for the sins of their parents. That's not how that works. And Amaziah is a pretty impressive warrior king. He does a good job, but not a great job. He follows after God, but kind of half-heartedly. And later in his reign, he falls to idolatry. A surprise! God sends a prophet who tries to warn him, and Amaziah is like, I'm going to kill you if you don't shut up. And the prophet's like, okay, but just so you know, you're not... Gonna be super stoked you didn't listen in Israel. Jehu's son Jehoaz has taken the throne and he's okay. He does a meh job. He does cry out to God to save him from the Syrians, which God does and he does a meh job, and then jehoash it sounds a lot like Joash because it's annoying. You heard that correctly. We had Jehoaz and now Jehoash, and Jehoash takes over for his father Jehoaz. He's not a good king. He doesn't listen well. He doesn't behave and this whole time Elisha is trying to prophesy and trying to get these kings back on track and they are just not listening well but when Elisha is finally on his deathbed Jehoash is heartbroken because it's Elisha and so Elisha tells him to go outside with a quiver full of arrows and strike the stones. And he does, but he only does it like three times. And Elisha's like, you could have done this five or six times and we would have crushed the Syrians. Now it's going to be a victory, but like not a great one. And shortly thereafter, Elisha dies. And Jehoash cries out that they've basically lost their entire military with the death of Elisha. They haven't quite lost their entire military. However, this is where we go back to Judah because Israel attacks the kingdom of Judah, and takes on Amaziah. That's right, Jehoash attacks Amaziah for reasons, mostly because Judah was kind of stuck up because they defeated Edom. And then Israel just absolutely kicks Judah's butt. And so King Amaziah is soundly defeated by King Jehoash, and they both eventually pass away, putting new kings on the throne. Going forward, we're gonna start seeing prophets who write books, one of them being the prophet Joel, who was writing during the time of King Joash. These prophets that wrote books were writing books to try to stop Israel from its decline or Judah from its decline, but they were also more books of recollection, not only things to come, but things that had already happened and what God had said would happen if those things continued, way back in Deuteronomy, way back in Leviticus, way back in Numbers. Both Israel and Judah are going to show their true colors going forward, and a lot of the time the spirituality of the country falls under the spirituality of the king. The reasons for that are high theology that I'm not going to get into throughout this show, but just keep in mind that there is a lot going on here under the surface beyond just how the kings behave. After all, the people are following in their footsteps pretty dang closely, and these kings are anything but consistent. Next episode, a breath of fresh air with a couple good kings, And a couple bad things. Catch you then.